0: blessings family we are back at the table with another one of the bonus episodes from the vault this time coming from earlier this year in february as we ramp things back up with new episodes and content coming in the next few weeks we are beyond excited to get back into rhythm with you all and are thankful that you decided to dine with us again that being said thank you and enjoy the show
1: what's up ladies and gentlemen you are now tuned into the grown table podcast an octavian collective production this is a show where i jerome and my co-host darnell sit down and try to digest some current events and hot button topics in our culture and society we hope that you enjoy your taste of what we'll be serving hope you bought your appetites welcome to our table
0: I'm not even sure if I remember how to start. <laughs> we, are
1: <back. laughs> we are back. Where did we go? Where did we go?
0: <laughs> Dude, where where did twenty twenty two go?
1: <laughs> yeah, the year flew by fast. It did.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. We're back. Um
1: we each uh had our own little reasons for um the small hiatus we went on. Small your your yeah small <laughs> a year. <laughs> your reasons are probably uh bigger than mine or more important than mine. So just let the listeners know whatever information you uh care to share or reveal. I mean
0: First and foremost, uh I had two job changes in twenty twenty two.
2: Did you? I think
1: only one. Oh
0: no! So <clears throat> at the start of twenty twenty two, I was transitioning into being a legal assistant.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I
0: I started um, at the end of January in that new role, and
1: and then in August you went to the school system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh-huh. and now I'm a uh, Tenth grade history teacher. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. I'm I'm not gonna be the one to like, oh, hide whatever my mysterious day job is or anything like that. Cause it's it's a it's when you think about it, it's such your job is such a big part of your life. Forty
1: hours of your life a week, bro. At minimum. (laughs) At minimum.
0: At minimum. minimum, So it's like when when people try to hide the fact that yo, I work a real job, like doing stuff
3: i'm like that, that's
0: that's weird to me what type of mystique are you trying to put up like you can tell people that you that that you're regular you know what i mean yeah and even if over time you make glow-ups and stuff like that like yeah share share that you don't need to just say well yeah you know i just got a promotion at the job and don't tell any people like hey yeah I, these this is a stride that i'm making in my life
1: mm-hmm well, we are more transparent than, I guess, the average uh, podcast host. But that's not, your job changes aren't even the most important thing. So reveal what else happened <laughs> well, <laughs> if you care to share I mean, <laughs> the real reason why we might, one of the real reasons we were gone for so long. I
0: mean, the reason for the job change was because oh, okay. I, I was becoming a dad. I know I'm a yeah. dad now, you know.
1: We need the... Well, our first podcast, you had the button that, like, it would start clapping whenever.
0: Oh, dude, I'm not going to even mess around. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had that button, but
1: congratulations. The button is there. I'm, I'm not
2: just... <laughs>
1: Well, congratulations. But, yeah, we that was a nine-month hiatus in itself because you just had to focus on more important things, which is understandable. I mean, if we really, really wanted to, we probably could have gotten podcasting but i'm always worried about the quality of these things not just pumping out random episodes just for the sake of it you get what i'm saying
0: exactly i mean we try to make it one that's quite like pretty quality you know that we take some time to do a little research yeah or listen to other people's commentary on something
2: hmm
1: okay so (laughs) a lot of ufc and dana white talk my first question is did you actually see you looked at the video the of him slapping his wife on new year's eve
0: yeah i (laughs) saw
1: it what what did you think about it
0: i was like wow they look comfortable slapping each other (laughs) Like it, it, it didn't look like something that was shocking that he hit her and he hit uh she hit him and he hit her back. It didn't look like something like, Wow, they was like he was stunned that he that she hit him.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
0: that it was and it wasn't like she was stunned that he hit her they look too comfortable slapping on each other
1: (laughs) well okay this isn't like a gossip podcast so we're not even going to get into like the morality or anything like that you obviously know where i want to go in terms of that video and and, and in the business aspect of it um how does dana white move forward in the UFC, knowing that uh, there's been many uh, prominent cases of domestic abuse or all, the next time a male fighter puts his hands on uh, uh, his wife, his girlfriend, his significant other, what does Dana do knowing that if he uh, imposes punishment, he is in some way being a hypocrite?
0: I mean, so let's let's break it down for mm-hmm. a second. Yeah, yeah. Who, who is Dana White?
1: Oh, the president of the UFC <laughs> and technically it's weird he's also a promoter for the UFC so but- run,
0: but run it back though so people understand the magnitude of who this guy is
1: uh, yeah so I, I and you know we had a conversation when this first happened and i thought that from a moral perspective i i don't, I don't really care about moral uh, okay okay let me re say that i'm not here to judge dana white in terms of like what goes on in their household and all that That, that's a different podcast i'm trying to talk knowledge i'm trying to talk business and, and that's what we're gonna do here um but it was a bad look knowing that he is the president of a fighting organization that you know time and time again you have john jones mcgregor some of the most prominent ufc fighters Putting their hands on women, allegedly, you know, this, that, and the third, and for him to be that person, to be the president of a fighting organization and put his hands on his wife, I thought that it was. And you saw Endeavor losing stocks; uh, the the the, the stock went down, in Endeavor almost immediately a couple of days after that happened. But that's just my opinion. But keep continue.
0: Well, I was I was saying like so you you were asking about him moving forward in the UFC yeah how likely is it for him to be pushed out because I don't see it happening
1: um yeah I'm not even so interested in getting rid of Dana White even though at this point I think he's done all he could do for the UFC and at, at this point similar to like Joe Rogan he's just uh uh um like a mascot of it like you know if you go to a certain uh football game or whatever you expect that team i can't think of an nfl team the off the top of my head but they have a mascot they they're like a a, a emblem or, or whatnot at this point joe rogan and dana white you can get rid of both of them and it would still have this you'll still have the same product the quality of the ufc i'm more so interested in like the slap the, the him slapping his wife along with all of this slap league bs that's been going on i just think dana white is slowly uh, an um whether it's whether it's purposeful or not <laughs> the dog is looking at me wait, 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 whether it's purposeful or not dana white is at this point eroding the quality and the integrity of the ufc which is interesting because for someone that is a promoter and likes to have fighters promote themselves and advertise and market themselves. He is essentially doing a disservice by being the president and slapping his wife and tying the UFC into the slap league BS that's going on. So, so, so I just want you little. So what is the slap that.
0: league? What is the slap league? And why so, do you say that it cheapens the UFC?
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I can go, I can go in on this. Um, so for everyone that doesn't know, uh the slap league championship is i guess a new promotion that dana white uh came out with and and let me be very clear um this is a thing in like europe and russia and other other places over the world has this idea so in some sense dana white just jacked their idea and is like making it mainstream in the united states but this is something it's where two people stand in front of each other and they take a turn slapping each other in the face. And then if one person gets knocked out or goes down, they get like a count. They have like 15 seconds or whatnot to get back up. And I so much don't even have a problem with the slap league in itself because it existed before Dana White stole the idea. I'm angry that it isn't even being tied into the UFC at all. So, I have a big problem with it only because it is essentially devaluing the name of the UFC. And Dana White has been doing, similar to Smack and his wife on New Year's Eve, a lot of questionable things that have been devaluing the names or the face of the UFC.
0: Such as? Go ahead and name those things.
1: Oh, no. Like I said, slapping his wife, getting not being able to come to publicly. terms. Publicly. Pu- oh, yeah, publicly. <laughs> not that it's okay to do it in private, but it's even worse publicly. But um, just not being able to come to terms with a lot of his fighters. I mean, Francis Ngannou being one of them. Uh, w- w- you know, let me be very clear, since I'm already going on my little rant here about the UFC, and I promise I'll let you talk to him a little bit, like, Conor McGregor, in some sense, made a fool out of almost out of what the UFC sort of stood for as a business. You know, Dana White always says uh, because they're locked into their contracts, so this ain't boxing. We 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 do UFC fighting over here. Dana White modified Conor McGregor's contract so that he could be the first and only fighter ever to fight outside of the UFC while tied into a UFC contract. This guy makes hundreds of millions of dollars it's funny because they're not allowed to advertise, they're not allowed advertising money or whatever. That's, that's tricky, but they have Conor McGregor's whiskey proper 12 inside the UFC octagon. It's like, isn't that a conflict of interest that you're letting one of your fighters advertise his thing inside of the UFC octagon? Then he's probably, he's, he's uh, only won like one out of his last five fights and he's the number one paid UFC fighter. And I I can go on about how fool shit is. Now he's the coach, the ultimate fighter. In some sense, Conor McGregor has made a fool out of everything the UFC, the integrity and the meritocracy of the UFC. And I just don't think some of Dana White's recent actions or you know his sentiments towards how he's handling business is the best for the UFC. So sorry, I'll let you talk a little bit. I get some thoughts in there. No, no.
0: I I again, I'm more intrigued by your your thoughts and your perspective. Um because you brought up the Francis and Ganu thing. Like what 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 happened with that? And and, and what's the magnitude of that? Um within this sport
1: so, so, yeah, I, I'll try and explain this in a couple of minutes, because I know some of our listeners aren't, like, devout UFC fans, so I'll keep it brief. But it, it is important to know as we're talking about business. So about a year ago, exactly, about a year and maybe at the beginning of January of 2022, Francis Ngannou had one fight left on his contract, and he didn't want to re to He didn't want to resign. So he goes and uh his Who last Francis fight Ngannou? Francis Ngannou is the former UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, it's funny how people say, "Oh, he he doesn't put uh he doesn't put butts in seats. His numbers are are bad." It's like he got put in the Fast to Furious. Like I like I don't know this notion that Francis Ngannou isn't a celebrity or he isn't a. It's like the same the fr- same franchise that put John Cena, Cardi B. Oh, uh, Ty, Tyrese! Like the dude has a platform, but that's besides the point. I'm not here to address idiots. To yeah, anyway. Actually, so, you're on the but, podcast. <laughs> it's your place to do <laughs> well, it. Sir. so whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm trying to keep this. You know. You know. Whatever. <laughs> so, um, so he goes into a title fight with Cyril Gone, a uh, beginner, of January 2022. Everyone thinks he's gonna lose, and he was losing the first couple of rounds. He pulls through sheer heart and adversity even though he had a bad leg he outwrestled serial gone he ends up winning the championship I said at the end of that fight this is probably the most significant thing that ever happened in terms of the UFC because they've never had a champion or I shouldn't say never but they have a heavyweight champion that and this guy just won the championship he's legitimately the champion. Um, that doesn't want to resign with them. Usually, the UFC has all the leverage and power. And Francis Ngannou didn't like lose a fight and get kicked out of the UFC, and now has to go find himself in a new organization. He has all the leverage and power. And I said, this is something very interesting that we're seeing. John Jones would have all the leverage and power if he wasn't a criminal. They usually have something on <laughs> every single person that they do business with. They usually have something on. This was the first situation where they didn't have anything on Francis Ngannou. Clean, pure guy, the rightful champion, doesn't like his contract, wants to renegotiate, wants to get paid more, blah, blah, blah. So come a year later, they can't come to terms with them to, to you know, start a new deal and they just let him go and they they release him. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, he was born anywhere or he's on a big draw or whatever. It's like, that's a simple minded way of looking at it. Like the UFC as an organization, the number one fighting organization in the world couldn't come to terms with their heavyweight champion, the number one heavyweight in the world and that's not a problem to you guys anyone that's a huge fan of the sport that believes in meritocracy that likes seeing the cream of the crop, your only opinion is, oh he wasn't that he wasn't that entertaining anyway which I disagree with. but let me transition into this because I want to bring you into this conversation. We're going to talk about the business of the UFC. Who's right or who's wrong? Let's get into the contracts. You Do you think Francis Ngannou is right? We're not going to talk about the specifics. Do you agree that these fighters should get more, or do you think they should just shut up and take what they can get? Do you think that whose job is it to promote these people? Well, let's talk a little bit about that. I want your opinion, and we'll you know talk about this for about 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, I know I threw a lot at you, but <laughs>
0: so you brought up that Francis Ngannou. It, what was was he pound for pound?
1: He was he was one of the he was in the top pound for pound fighters okay, in the world. Top. Yeah.
0: So one of the best fighters in the world and in the top promotion for um, mixed martial arts. In yep. MMA. It's a big deal to be you know the heavyweight. Yes. Whether in pick a pick a sport, mm-hmm. you know whatever division. If you are heavy heavyweight, some you know something or another. Like that's 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 a big deal. But especially in boxing in the UFC, mm-hmm. this is a guy who we've watched become a UFC star. Same thing like Izzy.
1: Is is uh, Francis Ngannou is special because his story is absolutely crazy about what he had to do to get out from Africa and go all the way to France in order to start training. Just crazy story. And wh- what what did Francis Ngannou do wrong in this entire situation? I, I I just want someone to what's the argument? What did he? I can see things that that the UFC did wrong. I can see things that Dana White did wrong. What did Fran- What could Francis Ngannou have done differently? It's, oh, he doesn't sell. How is it Francis Ngannou's fault that he doesn't sell more pay-per-views? But a clown named McGregor, who's lost his last four fights or so, can outsell him. What like, what could Francis Ngannou do more? He he's pay- He's a fighter. He's paid to go in there, and fight, and win fights, and he's done that in outstanding fashion. This isn't the WWE. This isn't a circus. It's not scripted. It's not he's done his job to a T. What What? What are we arguing here?
0: So, I mean, you say that it's not a WWE, but <laughs> we know we've learned that the people who have been able to make some money in the UFC – have yeah. been the one who have brought that WWE vibe element to it. To it. Yeah, and they brought the drama. They brought the storylines. Whether or not it was with Kobe Covington doing the whole MAGA Trump thing. Oh yeah. Um, Jorge Masvidal, um, with his you know, uh, um, Miami tough guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah, Asona, all kinds of antics. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah th- Those ant the an- the antics. Go a long way. Yeah, you know. Now it also helps when you have some people who back up the foolishness, and our characters even out of the octagon, like yeah. a John Jones, like <laughs> a Conor McGregor. Yeah, you know, um, it re- it really makes things uh interesting. But here's the thing: the UFC, considering the nature that you're dealing with professional fighters, mm-hmm. right, who usually learn multiple disciplines. Mm-hmm. To inflict some type of pain or restraint. Oh, yeah. On yeah. Somebody, right? That means. You are always. One head. One bad headline away from.
2: from yeah. Some, oh, yeah. Some
0: fragile things going down. Oh, yeah. And because the UFC. It, just for those who don't who don't understand. In a lot in a lot of different sports. you You. you while there aren't. That many incidents that happen mm-hmm. there are, when it comes to violent sports, you hear about more off the court off the field out of the ring out of the octagon, oh yeah stories you know where some crimes are being committed, usually some violent crimes right
3: yeah
0: with the same thing that you hear about with some n f l football players mhm. Some boxers get in trouble. You definitely get your fair share of stories. Yeah, where MMA fighters get themselves in some trouble. Now, with that being the with that being the case, the UFC is one bad headline, oh oh, away from people starting to ask some 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 questions about a, at least the promotion UFC. Because at the end of the day, you—the fact that like a guy like Greg Hardy
3: <laughs> was
0: able to come to the sport and pull some eyes—you you, you get where I'm going here.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like that was that was a interesting promotion play by Dana White to give Greg Hardy that space to try try his hand at MMA. Yeah, like it it it's. It's it's a disrespect to the sport, in my in my in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I guess you know I I made I made my post uh I made a post on Facebook a couple weeks ago uh, about this question, but it was just like, well, you know, you you can't have it both ways in, in a sense because it's like we either have to acknowledge that Dana White says this is the greatest sport in the world, greatest sport in the world, greatest sport in the world, and it's like. Well, you know, it's either a sport or it's, in a, you, you, you know, it's funny. So the WWE is, is technically not a sport. It's entertainment. It's like scripted, stage run. It's entertainment. And, um, and I guess that actually has gambling implications to whether something's a sport or entertainment. But anyway, my point being is that the UFC is a sport. My biggest problem is that, you know, We're starting to, I think Conor McGregor started all this BS, is we're starting to get the two overlapping or we're starting to confuse the two. If this is a sport, if this is a sport, then it is your job to obtain the highest rank possible. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it's your job to win. It's your job to, now, funny enough, Dana White is a UFC promoter, so it technically should be his job to promote the fights and everything. And not only that, is in the UFC, they're not allowed to advertise themselves, which actually, in some sense, does hurt their promoting abilities. If it is their job to promote themselves, um, it hurts them to not be able to advertise and to bring revenue, but that's because Dana White pimped all his fires out to Reebok. That's a completely different situation on why they're not allowed to whatever. So, my thing is, a lot of the UFC fans nowadays they care about, and, and I understand why Dana White and the UFC operates on this business model. What I don't understand is that if you're a fan of the sport, why do you care about pay per view numbers, or why do you care about why do you care whether the, the Francis Ngannou can only pull 700,000 pay-per-view buys. What is that? As a fan of the sport, what does that have to do with how enjoyable or his, his level of fight? And if you are a genuine fan of the sport. So I've said, now again, if this is the WWE, I can understand why, because it's, it's just entertainment and... And it's like, oh, he's the number one WWE superstar. He's the most popular guy. So we'll give him the championship belt. And he gets the coolest finishing moves. And he gets the coolest storyline because he's the number one guy. He pulls the most. But in a sport that has to do with merit, that has to do with competition, I just fail to see why the fans care at all about popularity as opposed to caring about who has the best skill set and who is the better fighter so again well, it w- oh sorry, sorry well here's sorry. A, here's
0: a question when we're talking about fans of the ufc because mm-hmm. you you're bringing up
1: as if everyone uh, is a fan of the ufc well, here,
0: well here's an opportunity mm-hmm. to help some people become a fan yeah right why are ad buys important to to the ufc
1: i mean it gets some money Gets, yeah, them, so. <laughs> gets them gets their money. Yeah.
0: Those pay-per-view buys gets them money now. Who who's making the money? Them. Who's them?
1: Not the fighters. Not, not the fighters. <laughs> Do you have the another, what are the revenue splits? Probably 85/15 or something like that. Type stuff it's terrible. It's terrible.
0: Okay. So with that being the case, most major sports the fighter the the talent mm-hmm. is making 40 about 49%, yeah. 49 percent, yeah forty nine and a half percent 50 50 probably yeah uh, um revenue with the ownership mm-hmm. who's the ownership for the ufc i think you said it was endeavor
1: endeavor yeah endeavor or disney or something like that they 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 were close with disney but something disney's like the parent oh, sorry not disney espn disney Cause Disney bought yeah, ESPN. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. ES- ESPN. Okay, is I'm owned right. By I'm right.
1: Mouse. Yeah. So, yep. So, and, and again, I even know where you're going, and, and I do want to get off this and talk about like real economics and, and other stuff um soon because we are not about to talk about UFC for 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 an hour straight, but um I again I understand why Dana White and the business do what they do. I completely you know it, it, we were talking about this a little earlier um just, we were just having a little bit of conversation. I said, it's almost as if people hear something so many times they just accept it as a truism and a belief. And they've sat here and they've heard Dana White talk about money and deals and, you know, uh, things falling apart for so long that the fans actually start to think that we need to be concerned about that. It's like, I understand why Dana White and all them think like this, but as a fan of the sport, all I'm saying is that anyone's pay per view buys should not concern you. Let's just start. Let's go back to talking about their skill sets. Let's go back to talking about you know their wins, their losses, their actual ability. And to 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 wrap up this, to conclude this, I'm just gonna say, why in the world is Conor McGregor the the new the, the new coach of the Ultimate Fighter season 31? <laughs> when the man the the man the man i just said earlier the man made a foolery of the integrity of the ufc he's lost four of his last fights he why are they why is he the new coach and then we'll wrap this up give a, a, answer the question i know why is he the new coach
0: <laughs> i mean you said it was for entertainment factor i mean it is entertainment i, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. the thing that i want to <laughs> i want to bring home with mm-hmm. this this situ, situation for people who aren't aware because it i think uh, uh we, sometimes we get so much in using insider language mm-hmm. oh yeah insider yeah, lingo yeah. that it's like okay explain what's going on here for mm-hmm. the people who like don't pay attention to this stuff dana white have been the the head guy of the UFC, a gr- the fastest growing sport in America. He has been a controversial figure, but a successful figure.
2: Yeah, he's pretty successful. <laughs> a lot
0: of eyes are coming to uh, um being pulled toward the UFC. But some decisions all while profitable, have also hurt the respect that could be put into the sport. Absolutely. Including freezing out the amount of money that can go into the sport. I think paying the fighters more and allowing them to benefit off of their name, image, and likeness, like some of the college students Mm -hmm. are able to do now, college athletes are able to do now, would allow the UFC to be in so many households so many commercials that it brings even more people's eyes to the sport and that's that's being that's a missed opportunity kids grow up watching these football players not just on the field but in commercials in in more TV shows and more movies and there are lasting impressions you know what i mean yeah and but you don't see that with you with the UFC with um you you can't you at one point were able to do that with boxing you know back and when boxing was truly at its height you know
1: before youtube and celebrity boxing took over the sport
0: oh my gosh <laughs> well here here's the thing like bo- boxing had they have to they have to get back into the promoting game like if you think about it there should we should see a lot more more boxing around here i'm telling you i believe if fight more fight sports went to a team format
1: (laughs) tag team matches like the wwe no no i'm not saying
0: i'm not saying like that um just think about how um in 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 wrestling Mm -hmm. in actual yeah 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 yeah. yeah. you know and all that exactly and and
1: and that's a bad example because wrestling don't really get eyes like that That it's not as much eyes as it well but i get what you're saying
0: i mean wrestling ain't ain't mixed martial arts yeah yeah so there's a you know that different sport different rules you know
1: having camp versus camp that would be interesting but yeah but 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 to to wrap everything up and to conclude everything um because we're gonna put an end to this uh uh, this is not a UFC podcast, um, so we're gonna get off this. I mean, it,
0: it isn't. But if we were gonna bring it up, you know, <laughs> we might, we might as well, you know.
1: I just, I just think because we're we'll talk about the UFC a little bit more because it's it's the most popular sport in America, right? Or one of the most important sport popular. Um, I'll I'll just say this, and this is gonna be a theme that I harp on for the for years to come down the road. You as the fans, and the UFC as a business we have to choose which is more important to us the integrity and the meritocracy of a sport or the entertainment value in a perfect world those things can overlap a little bit but they are on two it's like 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 uh, the prelims number there's a UFC fight tonight the prelims numbers would be terrible in comparison to a Beyonce versus Cardi B boxing match. On one hand, you have the entertainment value. I would much rather see the Cardi B and Beyonce boxing match. But the integrity of the sport leans towards these are actual professionals, even though they're prelim fighters. We need to respect the sport, watch the sport. This will last longer. This will age better. Cardi B versus Beyonce won't age better than it. So that's the only thing I know. In whose I, eyes? <laughs> In whose eyes? I mean, but what,
0: what, 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 we're, what we're trying to say is that the promotions within MMA, more specifically the UFC, mm-hmm. is around – making fights based on who who's hot you know and, and, and you in certain headlines not necessary it it some of the meritocracy is being tainted
1: a lot of um, it a lot of it a, lot, a lot, of, lot
0: of it a lot of it is being tainted and these fighters who are professionals
1: The top five fighters in every single division—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just being held up because there's business deals, and you go on, people are not liking their pay. To the, I, I only talk about this because this is—it's starting to frustrate me. I know you aren't a big of, big of a UFC fan. If you go to the top five in every single division, fights can't get made because everyone—I shouldn't say everyone. Let me not general. People don't like their contracts and they feel like they're underpaid or this, that, and the third. It, the meritocracy of the sport is starting to get diminished because we have people that think this is the WWE and only want to buy a uh, Connor versus Khabib uh, pay per view after Connor McGregor disrespects his, Khabib's wife and calls her a towel. Like, th- this is starting to turn In into picture. the. Du- it, it, and I wasn't even joking about Like, that's really what. This is starting to turn into a joke.
0: Yeah, and it's no longer it's it's no longer as professional of a sport as it could be now. Exactly. the Question is: Are there going to be other promotions that figure out a way to make this a professional sport and treat it as such? And I that, think so. And, and that they that the embarrassment of Dana White, because if the if he doesn't get removed from the position, which I don't expect to, <laughs> to happen, somebody is going to have to take the crown. Somebody's going to have to figure out a way. It's like okay, we have all these fighters who who don't like their contracts. Mm-hmm. Dana has his head up his own behind, mm-hmm. why not just take the talent and build up your promotion? Get some investors in there and say, hey, this is the master plan of what we're trying to do with the sport, and this is what we what we want to do to make this sport bigger. Yeah. and Because and as soon as you're able to get more people interested in this sport, you will start seeing more MMA gyms open up, I agree. You will start seeing more brands flocking to the sport. Mm-hmm. You will start seeing more children getting involved in this sport. I Look, agree. CTE hasn't stopped people from playing football.
1: <laughs> Not enough for the sport to it diminish. Totally because last time
0: I checked, they keep making more and more money.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree.
0: So, so yeah. the UFC has an opportunity, MMA and fight sports in general, because think about it a rising tide lifts all boats. Imagine how many kids would start getting into wrestling, yeah. getting into boxing earlier. Oh, yeah. Possibly because, you know, maybe they don't want to play football. Maybe they, they don't want to ba- um, play basketball, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe because, you know, those are a lot of times those are tied to GPAs and stuff like that yeah. for, some, for some kids. Yeah. I, I teach a lot of those kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they were more interested in MMA or interested in boxing, maybe maybe they would have an, another outlet. Yeah. But you got to get the money there. Football is only in the fall. I mean, you have Mm -hmm. flag caps and spring ball and stuff like that. Yeah. But outside of that, there's a missed opportunity for the kids who maybe aren't tall enough to play basketball Mm -hmm. or big enough to play football. I'm one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I, I gladly acknowledge that. You know, more of them moving toward wrestling, more of them move to moving toward boxing, more of them moving toward um, any other uh, discipline in the fight sports. Mm-hmm. There's an opportunity here that is being missed because of a controversial figure like a Dana White, who is disrespected, uh, 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 um, fighters publicly, who, <laughs> who has um, gone out of his way to make sure that fighters aren't making nowhere near as much money as the ownership group mm-hmm. is making he's made sure to line his own pockets but not um help fighters line theirs you know uh, um
1: and and the, the best thing about him is that whenever you do lo- whenever you do uh lose favor with uh the, the within the UFC he actually devalues the fighters name that he parted ways with like Chris cyborg was a, a really good one she was, used to be a female champion one thirty five or one forty five. So like he has these weird type of like business tactics that I think work really well short term or at least, you know, very, yeah, in a, on a cute timescale work pretty well. But overall I think it actually hurts the integrity of the business and we're starting to see after the sport's been here for 20 years now we're starting to see somewhat of the ramifications when you talk the legends that have retired or whatever we're really starting to see the ramifications of these business practices adding up like class action lawsuits and people wanting to form a union and all that so yeah that's all i have to say about it hey
0: look (laughs) let's see if there's another promotion that may exist or maybe existence exists in the future. That give those fighters. They are angry with the UFC. They don't like Dana White. Give them an alternative, a viable alternative. Maybe, maybe they'll be willing to start from the ground up. Do live golf. Have you heard about that situation? <laughs> no. Okay. So there was there was a uh, there's a new golfing promotion that goes up against the, the um the PGA the pro uh, really? golfing yeah. <laughs> so they caught a lot of heat because of this new promotion coming up because it was funded by uh oh Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. I yeah. have heard a
1: little bit about this. Okay. 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 Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing: they have been paying. Out yeah. the wazoo to take golfers from Ooh. the PGA.
1: I love it. I love it. <laughs> so,
0: as a result, I mean, all they have to do is just make sure that their business is intact. Yeah, yeah. They have an opportunity to make a lot of money and and off. And here's the thing. Also, soften the hearts of American people to us. So you're right,
1: that's yeah. true. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, no.
0: Your favorite golfer is watching, <laughs> you know. And who 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 watches golf? Let's be honest. I don't watch no golf. People no. with privilege.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> people with privilege and people
0: yeah. with time, mm-hmm. usually time to go vote, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. It, it it not to go you know tinfoil hat, but this is you know it's it's a power play, and, it, and it's a it's a brilliant power play. Yeah. You know, people are gonna get past the whole. Um, Human rights abuses, things like... Dude, human rights abuses have been going on <laughs> since, the, since the dawn of time. Oh, tell me about and people, it. And <laughs> people get over it. And I'm not saying that in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an unfortunate truth. So mm-hmm. I believe once Live Golf gets its business right, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to grow. They're going to have some impact. Yeah. And the fact that in the UFC, you haven't seen a promotion that has said, hey, we will take what the UFC has thrown away and we will treat it a lot better. We will grow mm-hmm. the we will grow their brand. We will give them a, a certain level of freedom. Mm-hmm. We will treat this thing like a professional sport. We will we will bring in ownership uh, ownership group and open up more gyms. You know, just for people to go and work out. We will grow this sport organically. Yeah. Instead of using gimmicks and tricks and <laughs> and 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 drama. Yeah. You know, in clowns, get, get out of the clown show. You get you know what I'm saying. I think. I think. I think, I think, saying, I think yeah. that they could clean up the, the, a the lot. ceiling. Is is so large for this because people respect the if you don't respect dribbling a ball and putting it in a hoop, mm-hmm. if you don't uh, um, respect putting on uh, um, putting on shoulder pads and helmets and crashing into each other. I think you can respect fighting.
1: Yeah. I think
0: most humans can respect fighting. Yeah. The fight sports, you know, and especially the platform that women have been given. Ronda Rousey was the biggest star in UFC at one point. Mm -hmm. Everywhere she moved, she was being watched.
1: I remember. (laughs) What a
0: time to be alive, right? Mm -hmm. So there is even the equality for, for for women in general as well, there's opportunities for that. There's opportunities for young young ladies. Oh, here's another thing, learning about defending themselves.
1: That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What an opportunity if that was something that the UFC was promoting.
1: Yeah. It's amazing because I didn't even think of it like that. I mean, I think you see all the potentials that the UFC has, and now that you're saying it, it's absolutely right. I didn't even think of all that stuff or what it could do for women and young women and all that. I was just saying that, even though I agree with you, we look at it two different ways. I was just saying that the sport is becoming foolish and clownish and it's not meritocracy, but you are actually looking at it from a different perspective, even though you agree with me in saying, if they get their stuff together, they could do so much more. With This doesn't have to be two people in a cage fighting. Like This could have cultural implications, but again, I think we can both agree that the clown show that it is starting to become... In a sense, is is hurting it. It's be it's detrimental to it. And Dana White has a little bit. I'm not gonna blame him, but Dana White has a little bit to do with that, you know. So, excuse us for a brief moment. This podcast is an Octavian Collective Production. We are a multimedia partnership that seeks to develop and promote art in an avant garde way and spread creative content. If you would like to support us, please follow us on Instagram at The Grown Table. That's lowercase and one word. And please also follow us on Twitter at The Grown Table. Once again, all lowercase and one word. Now back to the show.
0: So in consideration of the fact that the last time that we sat down and recorded anything was like June of last year <laughs> um, for the bonus episode, I guess it's a bonus episode or whatever. Um, We wanted to just take a look back at um, what last year was because we, of course, didn't give much commentary uh, um, throughout last year. Um and um, so what I found was a Pew research uh, article that was uh talking about yeah it took a poll of what people wanted to be the focus of last year politically mm-hmm. and seventy one percent of of United States adults um saw. Right. Uh, strengthening the economy as a top priority, um, followed by reducing health care costs, addressing the coronavirus. So COVID was still a it, it was still affecting 2022, especially as um, that was what I would say it was the coming out year, kind of that transition period out mm-hmm. of it. Um, improving education, which we know took a tremendous hit during COVID, but I don't think most people understand how much of a hit it took. Oh yeah. Um and then securing social security because apparently um there's too there's a lot of rhetoric. A lot of people, um, most specifically in the conservative side of the aisle that have been talking about cutting entitlements. Mm. Uh, um, for older people, which is wild because older people tend to be more conservative, yeah and vote more conservative, so I don't understand what the line of thought is on that, but
1: um, I would also sorry I would also be interested to see maybe you know off the top of your head what percentage of the country is above the age of like sixty or sixty five what would you say like twenty five percent of the country i I know it's an increase in number. Um, obviously, I, I couldn't care less about Social Security other than the fact that, I mean, I paid about $2,000 out of my income last year due to Social Security. Money that I'll realistically never see because I don't really think it's going to exist by the time we retire, if I'm just being blatantly honest. So, um I'm just giving money away. But um I'd be interested to see. I tend to think that a lot of the appreciate you reading off those problems. I tend to think a lot of those problems that the a country wants addressed— I really, doesn't really affect me very much. Maybe I'm just, you know, being narrow-minded. Um, reducing healthcare costs, I mean, I think that's a big thing, but I don't really have, I don't use, like, medications or anything, or this, that, and the third. I'm relatively healthy and safe. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. We can we can dive deeper into some of these topics, but um, I'm not really going to be able to, I'll just speak of what I know and not, you know, use any personal anecdotes because this is, far from what i thought the a a poll would give i would say wage and income that did that not pop up on the thing i think that's one of the most important things
0: i think that's part of strengthening the economy i think when people feel as if they have a strong economy their wages and okay um, are are pretty stable compared to their um to their expenses like you don't you aren't panicking um, about yeah. how are you going to pay this bill when you have a strong economy? That's the general. Yeah. Um, I think it's the general feeling that people have around that.
1: Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and
0: just to answer your question, um, a little bit under under seventeen percent, so sixteen point six eight percent of the United States population as of twenty twenty one, um, it was sixty five years.
1: OK, interesting. Plus. Maybe I thought it was a little higher because we live in Florida, so it probably is 25 percent in Florida, I'd say. But that's interesting. OK, well, just know that I mean, disagree or agree with me. By the time we reach 65, there won't be Social Security. What do you think? Um, I don't want to get off I, topic. Well, but I would
0: hope that it, we'd it all wouldn't. hope. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would hope that it wouldn't exist.
1: Oh, really? What I mean, what's up with that? You're paying into it.
0: Um, I would like to not pay into it. <laughs> no, no, ser- seriously. They,
2: <laughs>
0: if we were to not have social security in the same way that we have it, but we have a different system for saving, yeah, one that takes a little bit more. I would like to see a social security system that isn't based on how much people are paying into it, but how much productivity is paying into it.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Now the way that you pay for that unfortunately is taxes on the corporations that are making money off of the productivity of our our, yeah. our country but people don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I I don't I don't think that it should be coming out of our paychecks unless we choose for it, it to come exactly, out of our paychecks yeah. like we would opt Before in with 401k or, a or exactly. something. Yeah, exactly. Or or Roth IRA or whatever other forms of I agree. because if we are in a capitalist system then yes, let's we have Should have the
2: choice. <laughs> it,
0: exactly, but but we still should have that social safety net.
2: Yeah, of course. You
0: know, um but it should be on the basis of productivity in this country. Yeah. If we have a productive year, that money goes into the pot but it but all of that should be more so like a bonus
1: interesting I never thought that of it we like are receiving that.
0: not something that Americans should be banking on unfortunately do i do I wish that we should be able to do that? yes, absolutely, mm. but it's not happening
1: yeah um interesting interesting i mean there i i I've not gonna get off topic. I, I, I. Definitely- it's funny
0: because if I ever run for office, somebody's gonna kill me on that and sit here and say, "Well, you're talking about cutting your entitlements." No, I'm <laughs> talking about doing that for my generation. Like, dude, I don't believe that anybody under the age of thirty five, um, should should be expecting, um, um, social security. But when they retire at age, well, I'm assuming it's gonna be sixty eight by the time. Yeah. Um. And the thing is as long as they phase it, phase it out in terms of taxes.
2: Yeah. What want,
0: t- they they have to phase it out. They have to phase it out so we can keep some of that money because otherwise otherwise we are being penalized for it because here's the thing if we continue to pay into it guess what we're going to eventually have to get paid out of it.
1: That that well that's what I was just about to ask you. So let's say they stop social security in 10 years. Are they gonna run me my money back, or is it just like? No,
0: we gotta let it go. We gotta let it go. Cause here's the thing: yeah,
1: that money that, that no, 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 no,
0: that money that I'm paying today <laughs> mm-hmm. is going to my grandfather.
1: Yeah. Oh, of course. No, I, I, I get how that works. You
0: know, it's, it's going to go to my parents mm-hmm. when they retire.
1: Yeah. So are they just? Are, <laughs> this sounds bad, and I guess we're gonna talk about this. I don't want to stay on this too long. Are they just banking on the fact that like? half of America, like, people are dying. Like, yes, we don't got to pay them out if they die or whatever. Like,
0: Well, how? I mean, they would <laughs> be banking on that if they raised the um, re- official retirement age to 68.
1: Oh, are they actually trying to do that? Or are you just... Uh,
0: I think it's currently... 60, at 65, right? Yeah, 65 or 67 or something like that.
1: I just, I just don't... One...
0: Because it's like there's a two-age retirement. Like, there's...
1: Oh, I think okay. it used to be
0: sixty two, sixty five. Let me double check.
1: Yeah, it, it's just a lot of shadiness. Cause like, even with like 401ks, you're not allowed to pull out money until you're like 59 and a half. Like it, it, it's just, I, for a capitalist country, you would think that people would have just the option. That's all I'm, all I'm asking for is the option. I don't hate the idea of social security. It's just that if I'm 18 years old and my retirement is 50 years away, I just don't think I should be mandated to start buying into Social Security. Maybe after the age of 45, it's mandatory. But come on. You know, so sorry. Um, I mean, they
0: need that tax money from uh, from our and, generation and, uh, of to course, pay. Out.
1: Of course. I know that. Yep. That's that's what it's actually all about.
0: Um, but yeah, the, so the retirement age is 66 oh, okay. years and two months for people who were born in 1955 or earlier. Mm-hmm. And um it will gradu- gradually rise to 67 for those born in 1960 or later. Oh, okay. So my granddad's generation, they could retire at like 66.
2: Okay.
0: I think it's 65 for for their age.
1: And you, and you think there's <laughs> there's a weird <laughs> Hold up? So you think they might actually raise the age again? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you gotta wait till seventy
1: we're, before they start paying out your social care. Here's the thing. This is that, criminal. I, mean,
0: I think that is our age expect age expectancy.
3: That's so it it would make
0: sense to get, hey, look, you can't retire until you hit the age expectancy. After that, it may yeah. you know
1: This is just criminal. How is this okay? <laughs>
0: I love it. I mean, I it, it, it becomes normal in the US.
1: Well, it's, yeah, it's all about what becomes normal, right? It's like.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you convince people that this yeah, is normal, exactly. if you convince people that this is okay, if you convince people that yeah. this is the world that, is, uh, that, no, that you're is supposed to bad. live in, then of course they're going to be okay with whatever happens. Yeah. The amount of people who have been satisfied <laughs> with the way that this country was going prior to COVID, Yeah. during COVID, and the lack of adjustments being made post COVID. There are people who have been comfortable with this.
1: You 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 really think so? I uh, I don't think there's nothing comfortable about the state of the, the U.S. right now, in my opinion. Other than I mean, the only claim you can honestly really make is that we're a lot better off than a lot of other countries, which is I mean, objectively true. But um, I, I tend to think that. Uh, The state of the economy is going really bad right now. I mean, aren't we uh, close to a recession maybe? Is that a truism or is that fictitious?
0: So we were told that we were going to go into a recession in 2020. We're going to go into a recession in 2021. We're going to go into a recession
1: <laughs> in 2022. If you just say it every year, you'll eventually get it right. <laughs> I mean, look. You but can- I, I, I actually believe it, though. I mean, I, again, I'm not an economics guy or, you know, I'm not a political science guy. But, I mean, in cars, the price of cars is going up. Everything's being jacked up. Still got supply chain. Gas is going back up. Eggs are going back up. I think maybe now that we're getting closer to an election, maybe some things will fictitiously get better in you know on an acute time scale but i tend to think that things are trending towards but i you know it's hard for me i can't tell if that's just like rough patches we're coming out of the covid so we're just trying to get some things fixed together or if it's just incompetent rulemaking. i can't tell the difference because i'm not well versed in politics you know
3: yeah,
0: fair enough. Yeah. I mean, there, there are um, a myriad of um, reasons, but the thing is that I don't think that in the post-COVID world we've adjusted well. Like, we, unfortunately, drastic times call for drastic measures. Yeah, yeah. Now, because I teach this to my students, when drastic times call for drastic measures those drastic measures have drastic consequences yeah yeah of course now the question is who is going to be on the losing end
1: the lower class <laughs> all
0: right
1: not the go- not not the 500 uh, people in the house of representatives they didn't they didn't take no fake cuts the-
0: <laughs> it's funny how you you blame the government entirely but but I, not but not no, not no. The, the the their uh, financial benefactors I mean, you know, yes, for sure, mean, for sure. Mean? The gov- people who work in the government, if they aren't in, in
1: but, but uh, tech and in Silicon Valley, they're they're having layoffs. I know this, this is what we're supposed to be talking about last year. I'm over here talking about things yep. happening now. Te- tech in Silicon Valley, they've had layoffs, and they're going to have another round of layoffs. So. Yeah, to remain
0: <laughs> profitable,
1: they get they're getting yeah, out
0: man. they're getting out in front of projected losses. Yeah. in an economy. Yeah, that. I would even I would say that is for much anger that people have toward the current administration. They have done one heck of a job of making sure we stayed out of a of, of a recession. Like I don't know if they're prolonging. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't know if they are just prolonging the inevitable, and just trying to hold the the wall back before the the flood officially comes through. I don't yeah. know. Um, but they've been doing a a good job of keeping us from tilting in that direction so we'll, we'll see what happens if the if are these cars gonna start coming down
3: are the <laughs> dominoes
0: gonna start to fall or is this um are they gonna be able to just ride over this and we're just gonna have a new world where everything is just up in cause like we're not gonna see i don't think we're gonna see i don't think cost that's I don't think the costs are gonna drop back down.
1: Really, on on what specifically? On a lot on, of products. Uh I, I
0: honestly I, believe that that the the invisible hand is being held up artificially. Uh
1: I, I I think it's just like the thing is, and and again we'll we'll wrap this up because we're supposed to be talking about last year, but um I'm liking this. Um, I tend to think though that like. Like, when someone defaults or someone declares bankruptcy, like, that doesn't help anybody. Like, thank God we live in a country where you can declare bankruptcy and, like, not go to prison or anything. It's not, like, a crime. But, but like, when someone come and repossesses your car, no one wins there. You lose and they lose because they're supposed to be getting interest on your car. and bo- So I'm not going to explain all this. So I tend to think that if something doesn't change quickly, we get defaults on houses, on on homes, on um ca- cars, re- repossessions, bankruptcies. That is an unsustainable, a really unsustainable economy. So I don't know what has to happen. Maybe the interest rate needs to be lowered. I know Jerome Powell's been playing with that, you know, over the last like year or so. Oh, I don't wages could easily I don't want to use the word easily easily though the increased chairman of
0: the federal Reserve by the way
1: to, oh yeah sorry I'm I'm bad at referencing this but like I tend to disagree with that statement that she made this can't be the new normal or else we're going to get what I just referenced to and that is worse than what is everyone being broke and all that, that everyone defaulting and et cetera that's even worse so that's Bro. just my opinion, but we can uh, Bro, uh, talk and then we gas can. Gas has
0: been three forty-five, and no one bats an eye at three forty-five gas at right now.
1: Because we got other things to worry about. Because eggs are six. <laughs> 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 no, no, that's really what it is. It's like we all—they know. I don't know who they is. They know we're so stupid. They know we can only focus on one real issue at the time. You know what I'm saying? So, no, gas is 350 yeah, but rent is up 200%. I can't care about everything at once. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? you like,
0: like, still got to go to work so, to pay for so, it.
1: <laughs> pay so for it all. Yeah, no, that, that's just my opinion on it. I, I, I just don't think this is sustainable. I just don't. I, I, I don't. I don't. But we can, sorry for that little tangent, um, we can get back into some important things that happened last year. Um, I know you just read the list of the things that Americans care about. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh addressing the coronavirus has the coronavirus already been addressed? Um, <laughs> does this well, country need to talk any more about the coronavirus? I
0: mean, at the top of twenty two, that's what people were worried about. You know what I'm saying? Coming yeah, out for of yeah. twenty twenty one, where there was the Delta. Yeah. Uh, um. That 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 dominated twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um. And then we were worried about Omicron, but then we've built up a good amount of um, immunity in this country as a result of a considerably successful vaccination program, despite the Mm. amount of (sighs) arguments around the vaccine.
1: That's funny. All right. I had to get off my chair. Oh my gosh. No, that's
0: uh, It is exhausting. It is exhausting. You
1: you know, and and not to make this conversation about the vaccine, because this this is is not going to turn into that. Um, I tend to think, again, I always talk about time and sitting on your ideas and the way you see something today, you'll see it differently. After listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson, my opinion on the vaccine and the way the country handled the vaccine is definitely changed. I would say he moved me probably a little bit more to the left. Um, whatever, whatever. But, but, uh, again, I was never anti-vaccine. I mean, I have the vaccines. Uh, and not that I was actually forced to. Like, I I, it was actually my choice. Um, but the way Neil deGrasse Tyson describes that, oh, at the at the the given information we've had, it was like the best thing to do. And yeah, there'll be consequences and blah, this, that, and the third. But I will say, I see both sides. Can you at least admit? that there was some pro-vaxxers that was just too intense about the vaccine. And if you were even skeptical of the vaccine, then you were the evil. I think, so I understand somewhere where conservatives and Republicans or whatever are coming from, I just, to be fair, I was always pro-vax, by the way. I, I just didn't like the way the news in the media handled I thought there was a lot a, not enough transparency and a lot of deception involved in it but that's politics in general so uh, give your little thoughts on that and we can we are not talking about this anymore than
0: that. Um, I mean when you say that there was a um, a bit of arrogance in, in, in how the media discussed the whole yeah. vaccine thing yeah Um, Drastic times call for drastic measures, and they usually have drastic consequences. Yeah. It was a choice Mm -hmm. to demonize (laughs) people who did not want to use the vaccine and stir the debate about the vaccine.
2: Yeah.
0: It was considered to be more beneficial for the media, and as a result, there was a standstill, I would say, and people who were willing to go and get the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, people people who were gonna get it were gonna get it. People who didn't wanna get it, you know, didn't get it.
1: Yeah. But apparently like uh sixty something percent of the country is vaccinated. So I mean those those are pretty pretty That's decent success, numbers. That is successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Um yeah. and and here's here's what what was one of the best PR for the vaccine program. How many people were dying left and right, and how many people, yeah, of course, you know course. that people knew personally who had either a wild ride with COVID, yeah, or died from COVID, yeah. And I don't think I know of a person who hasn't had someone who had a a, a bad interaction with. Mm-hmm. Them. I know of people who have lost family members.
2: Oh, yeah I know someone
0: who lost his dad and granddad to COVID. Yeah. In the same week. Yeah. I know another one who lost his dad to 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 COVID a week after I met him. Mm -hmm. When we started putting masks and stuff on.
1: And it's and it's always not that I'm disagreeing with you, but it's always such a and this is why I don't even like arguing or talking about COVID because then it's like, okay, well, the vaccine has also killed people, so then you'd have to compare. uh, It's all risk versus reward epidemiology, uh, you'd have to uh, compare the, okay. Where are the COVID, numbers COVID's on that? Killed, killed, oh, uh, on. The
0: way, where the vaccine has killed people. They
1: say the vaccine, they say. That listen sounds listen, like, listen, who are they? They say. Who are they? Because now it sounds people. like some
0: pseudo garbage.
1: Again, listen, listen, I'm just, I'm not saying this is how I feel. I'm just bringing in how actually. No, I'm not it, saying and, that and that's how you feel. No, I know, this. I know. They say that the vaccine has a, as, as by the way, let me be very clear, all vaccines have a, a small inherent risk with them. Um, you know, it can cause heart problems. But then another interesting statistic or, or fact is that obviously lifestyle changes of everyone being locked at home, increasing alcohol and drug use, um, more obesity, less exercise, less movement. So it's such a, a layered and stratified problem that I don't really think, that, Because there's, there's people that want to always bring statistics and, you know, objective facts into a COVID argument, but it's such a new and recent problem that I really do think we're going to have to wait years or maybe decades before an individual is smart enough to be able to statistically assess what caused what and what was the best course of action. But for right now, I'd say... You know, we as a country sort of did what we did, and you're just gonna have to move on. Everyone's just gonna have to. I, but I do think it's interesting that no one talks about COVID anymore. I mean, it's obviously still a real thing. I work in a hospital, but um, no one really cares about COVID no more.
0: <laughs> I mean, they don't have to because a lot of people are vaccinated and in, in or and and or boosted.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. You
0: know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know right now, dude. The, the most recent booster. What about it? Ooh, it put it put a beating on me,
2: bro. Really?
0: Oh my gosh, dude. Really? And I and really from what I've been reading online, oh, got to be careful about that. But what I've been mm-hmm. seeing, um, people's commentary about it is that they they've been having a rough go with that second booster too.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. I didn't. I did. I haven't gotten any of the boosters. I don't even know if I've ever been gotten COVID yet. But uh, I'm I'm blessed and lucky. Um, oh, I
0: got it. it Kick my behind.
1: Oh well, I mean, yeah, but I'm always out here. Moot, but I do work in a hospital, so I'll probably eventually get it. But I, I interact with patients too when I'm doing EKGs on them. Um, FTX and crypto. I'm interested to hear your your opinion on this because I don't know much about that uh, that space or that you know atmosphere. But you do you know who Sam? Reed Bankman or something like that is the, the, the dude that's like scammed like billions of dollars and apparently like going to prison or he's about to go to prison. What is up with that entire situation? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sam Bankman free mm-hmm. was the, yeah. uh, uh, president CEO, I guess of, um, FTX. Okay. Um, he has some, uh, apparently there's some, some, Conservative red tinfoil connecti- con- connection that he has to the Biden administration. Really? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, he sh- he um, has this company F- FTX that is um, that becomes like the premier mm-hmm. yeah cryptocurrency yeah. trading platform, and when I say premier, um, it was on and on a basis of marketing. Okay. So some people would say crypto.com itself, uh, none of which are sponsoring this episode, um, <laughs> it would, be, would be the premier uh, um, crypto trading platform. Yeah. Well, a lot of money goes into marketing, and that brings up the value significantly of, of FTX. Like, of it's course. amazing what a marketing campaign in America can yeah. do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like the UFC should probably do a much better <laughs> job. That is a callback, yeah, right. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the UFC would do a much better job with putting money into marketing yeah. as opposed to waiting for a fighter to market themselves by, I don't know, cracking a, a a waitress on, on the head with <laughs> a champagne bottle. Maybe that'll help with um, bullshit ratings <laughs> in the UFC. Bunch of idiots.
3: But anyway,
0: <laughs> talking about the I, fans, not the fighters. I agree. Well, some of the fighters are really idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Um no, but anyway this guy Sam bankman Freed, apparently um uh, um was using money from uh, um FTX customers uh uh-huh. that they paid into FTX uh um for uh certain trades and stuff like yeah. that the money that he was supposed to that is supposed to be reserved inside uh mm-hmm. um Within their firm, so that you know, just in case, uh, yeah. a bunch of people decide to pull their money out yeah. of the exchange that they have, that they have that money to pull out, well.
1: Pretty much what banks do. He thought he was a bank. He, he, thought he yeah, did. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: Banks take that it's money. A,
1: it's illegal for him to do it. Not that I'm agreeing with him. I mean, I think if he's being charged for a crime, he's a. But I, as you were saying, I'm just like, wait. So pretty much how banks and government and all that. But it keep going. Well, so here's the thing.
0: Private businesses operate like that. Amazon is bankrolled not by the, uh, not by the actual shipping of products but it's um their their biggest cash cow is uh, uh, uh amazon web services where they provide cloud pro- um, processing and storage
2: oh wow okay
0: that's what their real cash cow is a lot of people don't know that about amazon a, a lot of major websites are currently being hosted on amazon um
1: that makes sense cloud. that makes sense because they probably can't make that much money off of just being a middleman and shipping products and all that so that makes sense if that's where the Bulk of their money are yeah.
0: I mean, if you think, believe a it. lot of people don't understand that the whole middleman was selling products mm-hmm. was in order for them to eventually start developing their own products. Oh On the yeah, yeah, basis yeah, 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 yeah. of well, what are people ordering through our website a lot? Yeah,
1: it's just inf- inf- That information is worth millions. Oh, like no, just no, the, no. the fact. Trillions. that the, yeah, 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 that's interesting. Wow. Come on,
0: it's personal IP. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. That we wow. all,
0: that we all hand to um, each of these corporations. It's insane.
1: Wow, so yeah, so, so 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 sorry. Um, so so with the Sam Bankman Fried or, or whatever again, I'd watch like something on him. I don't know too much about the crypto world and all that. Um, right. So right now, crypto isn't looking good. Am I being correct? Because I guess it, yeah,
0: it's down. I mean, if you think about it, crypto cryptocurrency is on the basis of the United States dollar. Yeah. Well, the United States dollar is while currently being um is considerably stronger than. Other currency on of the planet, course, of course. It's still, in terms of an actual consumer, you. you I mean, you and me as normal, uh, um, workers or whatever. I mean, I guess we we're, we're technically considered middle class, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Based on, I yeah, don't consider based myself based, middle class based on wage
2: because it, it doesn't
0: yeah. feel like it,
1: right? Oh yeah, it don't feel like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess we are. Yeah.
0: Hey, shout out to college degrees. At least that helped us you know, get get some type of, you know, relaxing salary. You know what I mean? Not, not, not relaxing in the sense like you yeah, can leisurely take vacations, but you get what I'm saying.
2: Yeah,
1: there's um, girls on OnlyFans that's making more than me. So Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> <All> right, whatever. <laughs> keep going. Keep going.
0: But, um, uh, um yeah, this guy, uh, Sam Bankman, freed sbf we're just gonna say F- yeah sbf sbf, forward. SBF yeah forward. People... um well gets gets caught up found out that while while the uh cryptocurrency was has been down you know um people are trying to pull their money out that's what, <laughs> that's what people do in financial crisis crises yeah. They pull their money. They they either pull their money out or they make certain mm-hmm. exchanges and. and he's all that like,
1: other stuff. "Y'all like hey your money back."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no it it, it in fact <laughs> the, the the company uh, uh folds and he hops on a private jet from the Bahamas <laughs> and heads to Argentina. Uh
1: uh uh. <laughs> it's it's it, insane. I'm only laughing because if I didn't laugh, I'd probably cry at how like, and. and He the type of business practices that he uses, I would say that's a rule, not the exception. Like we saw Liver King, who was a fraud. I don't know if you ever heard of Liver King. Like these these people, and I don't want to say these people isn't like I'm talking down on them or anything like that, but it should be it's a a criminal.
0: These are fraudulent criminals.
1: Fraudulence and criminals. Yeah, like this is so common nowadays that it's, it's, can you imagine you come and pull out your own money and it's like, well yeah no we don't have it. Like it's it, it, <laughs> like, like it's like what well, is my money? It's like yeah no. <laughs> so and it's because it's
0: unregulated. It's, oh, it's, that's it's right. it's crypto not like on, a, yeah. the actual stock market mm. or bank ma- banking market where yeah. they have those protections there for people. No, it's cryptocurrency is still the wild wild rest right
1: mm-hmm. now. Yeah, which is why some people like it, but I'm, Yo, I'm not, I'm I'm, not I am i talking down on crypto. Scumbags. Come on now, scumbags
0: enjoyed the Wild Wild West because they can shoot and kill without him. like. What? Come on now.
1: So is he? So so last thing. Is, so is he actually going to go to like? I I don't know that much about law. You know more Man. about law. Is, is, is he going to do time? You don't,
0: you don't have to know about law to come on white white collar crime like this. Uh, yeah. Considered to be a billionaire a couple of times over.
1: Does he have the financial backends to you know jump his way out of this? Or you, you know what I mean? I mean some people jump-
0: would believe so. I mean,
1: he can't be that stupid. He can't be that I think, stupid I, to I, where I think he's
0: Ivy League connected, mm-hmm. and his, his like parents said, are
1: lawyers. Uh, his two parents are Harvard trained lawyers. See, and, I, lo- and, I looked into con- him a little bit, and
0: apparently connected to um, the Biden administration, or something like that. So I don't know.
1: Okay, so yeah, he'll 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 probably I mean, skate his way out of come this. On, his last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's re- not, well not, connected. I'm, to lawyers. Yeah, he's I'm not, <laughs> not trying
0: to. I'm not trying to go with Kanye, but I'm just saying like.
1: Uh, apparently i guess he's blaming like because i guess he was on like super adderall and i guess like oh he's like, he's God. blaming no I, I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous like i think one of the rose arguments... and
0: was on was on ambien
1: oh well, well all, all, you all get i the know connection yeah 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 all, you, cu-
0: yeah, yeah, all let's, let's i know blame a drug.
1: listen listen all i know listen, is it, from what i I've, because I've, I've only
0: drugs make you more of who who you really are come on now
1: I'm not gonna say okay. I'm not gonna say no to that. What I will say though is, I guess one of his defenses might be that like the super Adderall that he was taken like made him his behavior weird to where like he just started like his business. He just become started becoming a savage and like scamming. People. I don't know, but just know that that is might be one of the defenses. But uh if he does time in prison, good for him. If he doesn't, good for him. I don't really care too much about uh. Him as an individual, but uh, more so of the whole crypto market and the economy and all that.
0: I mean, you would if you... Um, I
1: had money. In, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you had oh, money yeah, in FTX. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but oh, not,
0: not only that, I mean, this whole FTX thing further hurts crypto.
1: Yes, absolutely. This is bad
0: PR for crypto.
1: That's true. Yes, I it, it is. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Well, when I, when I last checked, the Bitcoin was like worth $32,000. I'm assuming it went down. I'm I I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't pay attention. Oh, okay. To it,
0: it 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 has gotten so far out of hand to the point where it's like
1: I just don't trust a lot of crypto. Like like I like the concept. I do believe that it's legit, but it's like once all the Hollywood and mainstream people start jumping on it and saying, "Hey, this is that's where I don't the like the idea Oh, like like I love Patrice's like uh, uh like the idea of communism the idea of crypto these are decent ideas but when you throw in the human element humans are bad oh yeah ideas aren't that bad some ideas are but you know what i mean humans are what's messed up so i don't know well what what you what you want to get into some unemployment some inflation what (laughs) before we Uh... before we wrap up what you want to get into I mean, unemployment isn't bad. Weird.
0: Inflation is what it is. I, I, I'm still disappointed in the fact that people don't know that there's been a lot of price gouging going on, and that's what- how
1: do people not know that? What do you mean, people don't people don't know that? I, I thought that was obvious, right? Is there anything the price of anything going down? Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not going down, but most people are blaming are still blaming, uh, stimulus checks.
1: Oh yeah. That's always so. That's, that's I always. I don't
0: understand how people believe that a check that people got two years ago <laughs> that they immediately spent, if not on paying a bill, oh yeah, it, people went, it, it, it went into spending back into the economy. That money has been has been rinsed, but people still turn around and blame it on uh, blame inflation on that. I'm like.
1: Yeah, those are Econom- just not smart people. I,
0: but here's the thing. As someone who is teaching in a public school.
1: Yeah, you've seen people with those beliefs before. And
0: Maybe. I can see why they're able to develop those beliefs.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's it's interesting. A, it's
0: an easier explanation oh, yeah. than to explain greed. It's uh, an easier explanation than to explain greed. Because you because you if if you say, hey somebody is greedy they are jacking up the prices they'll act they'll ask you how and uh, it's not it's not that it's not that easy to explain this by just saying that oh every, every, um these different entities are just jacking up the prices because they can't because I, it's more it's much more complicated than that
1: yeah i wouldn't say it i wouldn't say it's a matter of easy or complication i would say that the more pain, it's it, it sometimes what's how how can I put this? It, the more depressing and painful answer sometimes is what we do look for and what we do. like 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 let's say a school shooting. It's like you have to know or believe that some school shootings are just done out of pure hatred and evil and ve- vengeance and anger. Like, and it's like, you know, it, we, we like watching all these documentaries. Oh, what about the kid's life? Or like, oh, let's let's try and trace back the exact moment we knew he'd become a... It's like, no, sometimes it's just evil. It's it's demonic. And I think sometimes maybe with your students, they might have a hard time of, you know, because they haven't been exposed to um, some of these concepts. You talk of greed, uh, a selfishness. And it might be hard for them to understand, oh, no, there's people out there that will take everything from you. They don't, they own a business, they're ahead of the, they don't care that at, after paying off all your bills and you have a paycheck at the end of the week, they don't care that you have $1 in your bank account. They don't care. And it's, we know that because we've been through, you know, some life, real life, But to some people, they might not understand that. So I just say be a little, be a little easy on your students. I I know there's idiots online that aren't high schoolers. Oh, of course,
0: of course, of course, of course.
1: No, I know. Yeah, no, I know you. I know you. But um, but yeah, I I I I tend to think that you know, and that's why you know we were talking earlier. I hate the idea of political affiliations because it's like once you know someone's a political affiliation it's almost like it's impossible to have a objective conversation with them because it's like you're almost ske- not it almost skews you to start talking to them and it's like like if i if i was having a conversation with a conservative it almost skews the conversation to where it's like i can no longer be a human i have to assume that he likes Trump and that he's pro capitalism and that he's this, 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 this. I feel like when you, when you said like the stimulus stuff, the stimulus check stuff, I'm just like, I feel like no one, I feel like you're, you, you have, uh, I feel like whatever information you heard about the stimulus, it's from like biased online Internet trolls. No one can really believe that, given someone is the stimulus check way back, which probably most of the money was used to pay off credit cards, to pay off you know like um, fire fire uh real, real stuff that needed to be taken care of. No one can really believe that that is the reason that we're having these economic inflation problems. So that's all i have to say you know so so you're talking to internet trolls They're, they they no, no smart person could actually believe that
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have to be trying well, not, to get a reaction but see smart is now relative right in today's world
1: yeah i guess <laughs> Uh i i don't i don't i don't know but Um, yeah, well, we'll, I mean, this is definitely a topic that we're going to be talking about because as we're going to start podcasting more frequently, um, I feel like, uh, economics is always one of our biggest topics, so we're going to be following this up. Uh, Fun, fun little way to end. Do you have any predictions on, like, what's going to sort of happen, um, you know, this, this year, within the next coming months, do you have any prediction on what do you think, uh is going to happen any major policy changes what's going to happen with the economy or anything like that
0: um i'm not gonna even try to make a prediction on the economy but i will say um we are in we are in store for a very clown show circus of a year with the new um with the Republicans taking the House of Representatives. Okay. They had an entire circus on Kevin McCarthy, who was the majority leader, actually assuming the role of Speaker of the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Which, for those who don't know, the Speaker of the House of Representatives is the top person in the House of Representatives. Um, They set the... um. Agenda uh, um, And of course they represent The House of Representatives Also They are third in line to the presidency So if something happens to The the president The vice president The speaker of the house Becomes the uh, Temporary president They are third in um, line of succession Second in line of succession So this is important to know This guy, Kevin McCarthy, um, who has been the leader in the House of Representatives, um, now has a faction of, um, let's say, ultra-right, well, MAGA, MAGA people, ultra-right conservatives, (laughs) <laughs> um and which I don't even know what conservative means anymore. I don't know. I don't know what means it means either. anymore, but but that's the that's the um the current label <laughs> the, the current labels that they that they throw around. So you're talking about Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Green, well, not right now cuz she's allied herself with um Kevin McCarthy. Um but Lauren Boebert, like these these um Election deniers, so they they are some of the ones who say that that uh, in twenty twenty the election was stolen from Trump. <laughs> yeah, this this type of group, of people, right? So these um, they broke off, and because the majority that the Republicans have in the House of Representatives is is pretty slim, just not having fifteen votes of republic of um, of certain Republicans mm-hmm. cost for a revote to affirm Kevin McCarthy as um speaker of the house 15 times.
2: Wow. <laughs> it was
0: a it was basically a week long process. Wow. Because he had to negotiate and give away so much power mm-hmm. to not to the Democrats but to the um faction of Republicans. That um did not want Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House because they said he basically he wasn't Trumpy enough. Like he wasn't, he wasn't a true friend of Donald Trump. And at first, check this out. Trump supported this group who, this faction that did not want to affirm Kevin McCarthy. It was after the fourth vote mm-hmm. that Kevin McCarthy wasn't affirmed as the um, Speaker of the House, voted as the Speaker of the House. That Trump was like, okay, enough of that. Let's go ahead and um, vote for him. Nope. Took 11 more votes
1: how in the world how in the world do you know all this you like did you like like that's so interesting <laughs> oh dude
0: this is salacious like, this, this, is this is the stuff
1: that you follow this is <laughs> interesting dude my, i have no idea about my
0: 2023 of this. started off with this it's like people people are wondering like what is going to happen with the republican um republican party taking over mm-hmm. um the house of representatives dude they are in disarray you have you have Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis running against each other, and oh yeah, Nikki Haley, who was who was possibly going to be Donald Trump's uh, running mate. I, that's a, a name a, I
1: haven't heard of before.
0: She was governor of South Carolina and served as I think Secretary of State under the, the Trump administration. Oh okay. Either Secretary of State or Secretary to the UN. I can't remember.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I yeah. mean, at this point, we are very much different. At this, like, you obviously follow politics as like a, um, as like a more career oriented and like rigorously than I do. I, in some sense, um, obviously, I care about politics in the sense that it it's integral to my life and the rules I have to follow. But I, I, I it's sort of like um, I follow it for like sport, like you know, just entertainment. I mean, that's why like I'm always finding out what the latest stuff is with AOC, just entertainment-based. Like, I, So you're, like, talking about the House of Representatives, you're naming people. I'm like, how in the world do you even know all this stuff? Dude, bro? I pay
0: attention. This is actually me on, on autopilot, paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like not me that. even intensely. Like, I, yeah, haven't, like, I haven't intensely looked into politics yeah, and stuff yeah. like that in over since 2021.
1: Oh, really? Okay, wow. Yeah, like...
0: I had I had to. You remember I told you like I I needed to take. You a need step to take a back. break. Yeah. Yeah. And I and Lord knows yeah. I took that break. Yeah. It, it, the, this whole thing with the Republican Party is just it is too insane. Yeah. Cause bro, you gotta understand. This is before we even talk about the investigations that they're getting ready to oh, launch against too- the, against Biden. Yeah. From everything from the the, the um the classified documents uh-huh. to the Hunter Biden laptop to the uh um the border um uh uh situation the,
2: i don't the know the border the situation border,
0: where um, der, um after the transition of donald trump out of the presidency more um migrants started coming back over oh, okay. coming to the u.s border mm-hmm. and because of certain policies they are allowed to come into the country yeah um even though uh were not allowed to come into the country but they they are being processed and being sent um, throughout the country mm-hmm. um, uh, um, for them to wait for a date because of certain circumstances that is going on in the global South. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I guess all that investigating has to be done. I mean, there's still, isn't there it still, is, uh, yeah, if, if Trump wants to run again, he's got to go through a series of investigations too. Well, see, so- we're talking
0: two different types of investigations, the investigations that, um, that are going against um, Biden. Mm -hmm. Are strictly political. They're happening in the House of Representatives.
1: Okay. Okay. Trump's
0: situation is actually legal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't think of it like that, but yeah. But there's no. Nowadays, there's really no. Like, isn't the court of law. Is it or sorry, sorry, sorry? Isn't the court of public opinion the same exact thing as the court of law nowadays? <laughs> no, but if that was the case, Roe
0: v, Roe v. Wade would have been standing still. Yeah, yeah. No, I was being
1: facetious, but yeah, yeah. I if if you don't do your due diligence and look into something, it feels the same way. But yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Not only that, if you, if you are only looking for a simple answer, you're going to get a simple answer. All of this stuff is complicated.
2: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, but we 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 get to see political theater. On a level that we haven't seen (laughs) since Trump was in actual office, (laughs) but now it's even more interesting because Trump has three other people that are being projected that were underneath him or an ally with him who are going to run against him in the in the for the presidency for next year.
1: What do you mean by that? Three other people. I mean, Ron DeSantis is one of them because, but they, they, Nikki Haley,
0: who was ambassador to the UN, Uh underneath Trump.
1: Oh, you and think she's gonna run against him?
0: No, she's she's already announced her oh, her, her candidacy I she's thought, running against him.
1: Oh, when you first said it a couple minutes ago, I thought you meant he wants to run and he wants her as like a vice or whatever. No, he
0: did want he she was a she was considered to be um a vice president running mate.
1: What better Man. way to to silence a lot not all of his haters, but a lot of his haters by having a female, you know, like
0: a female of Indian descent.
1: Yeah, that would be like, because obviously he's known as a misogynist. And a racist.
0: And a (laughs) racist.
1: I think we misuse that term a lot nowadays. Trump is not Trump's an idiot, but he's not racist. But anyway, that, that's a completely different. Uh, no, I'm just saying that's, yeah, that's No, what, I know. That's I what know. people
0: consider him to be now. Didn't he have uh, a
1: black? He looks like mean, the winner of his I, reality. You
0: team. <laughs> gotta, you gotta stop with that. Because, oh, he, he he has a black friend. I have a white friend. I have an Asian friend. No, no, so no I'm, I'm just. A, I, I mean, have a Latino friend. I got. I mean, oh, no, that's deceased. that's literally what that means.
1: Yeah, uh, no, no, I am being facetious, but no, uh, in, 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 in all seriousness, come on, that. Come um, on, come
0: on. The whole speech about the 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 people from Mexico.
1: Yeah, I know him and, and, launching
0: his camp- his campaign in twenty sixteen with that. Well, uh,
1: there, yeah, there's, there's that a, was insane. And 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 we don't, we we're not gonna harp on this too much. I feel like we use a lot of. The problem with the word racist is I feel like sometimes we use that word in place of other terms because it's the easier thing to say. Trump can be stupid, idiotic, he's a little ignorant, but he is not racist. And I don't mean that to defend Trump. When you have a word that strong such as racist, I only want it to be used when it needs to be used the guy's not racist he's an idiot he's uh, he's not my favorite person in the world. I think he's good TV and entertainment but let's be very clear if the problem if the reason you should not like Trump because of maybe his policies because of a lot of other things if there's anyone that the only reason they say they don't like Trump is because he's racist that's just I think that's inaccurate but but that, right. let me not get off topic
0: no 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 because let's, let's, un- let's unpack that uh
1: oh uh oh
0: <laughs> so the Muslim band that he that he openly called a Muslim band mm-hmm. during the during the during covid
1: mm-hmm. so you think what? he hates Muslim people what? half of, what? half of this is just showmanship for his audience so guess what I judge you on your
0: actions that you take right this man. That, wait 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 I judge you Mm -hmm. on the actions that you take. He wrote an executive order that specifically Mm -hmm. identified countries Mm -hmm. that were predominated by people who practiced the religion of Islam. Mm -hmm. They look closer to you or me, you and me.
2: Yeah, of course, of course. There's lots of Africans. And
0: not, right?
2: Yeah, 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 of course.
0: He made certain comments to kick off his campaign about people from Mexico,
2: mm-hmm.
0: calling them rapists, saying <laughs> oh they bring God, they yeah. bring crime. Mm-hmm. They aren't they Mexico isn't sending their best.
1: Que- question question okay okay okay. Do you, and again this the, 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 he called this is not places me def- like Haiti this is not me defending different Trump. African
0: countries, mm-hmm. crap hole places.
1: Okay, I- again he's an idiot. He's ignorant. And this is not me defending Trump. Let me be very clear. This is not me defending. So if you're hearing this right all now, all of you're his saying
0: wives had last names of Kova.
1: Of what do you mean? vitch. No, or like probably yeah, yeah, like Eastern <laughs> European, <laughs> yeah, 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 Eastern like European. I, he didn't even
0: like the ones that spoke French um, or or Spanish, unless it was a second, uh, a second, third, fourth language.
1: Yeah, no, no. I I I get what you're saying. I, I think my defense against those claims would be, for one, he doesn't even believe half of the stuff that he says. He's from doing this for entertainment. That's what, and I'm not trying to defend him. Two, again, I get what you're saying. This
0: was the president I, of the I, United I, I, States. Oh,
1: oh. Gerard. I completely get what you're saying. Uh, there's things that are racial. Uh Patricia I love saying it. there's things that are racial. And there's things that are racist. Lots of problems that we run into in the world is racial. There's very few that are racist. I tend and again we're probably gonna split here's here because my problem is a semantic problem in a lot of sense. I don't like people being called racist unless they are actually There are
0: levels to it.
1: I think there's levels to it. I do think there's levels to it. I do think there's levels to it, but that's...
0: Hey there, family. We hope you are enjoying the meal so far and are glad you made it to this point in the episode. Look at you. In all seriousness, this project is just one brick of what we're building here at the Octavian Collective, and we greatly appreciate you being a part of this journey with us. We are envisioning a multimedia partnership that fosters a space for critical, but also creative thinking. We hope that you engage with us and show your support for the different projects we'll be launching over the next couple of months. Stay up to date with us through our Instagram page at TOC Social. And check out some of our upcoming content and in-house instrumentals on our YouTube channel, The Octavian Collective. Links will be left in the show notes to help you get there. Thank you again for your support and enjoy the rest of the show.
1: Let's wrap up the episode in a fun way. Would you want to give five minutes on Elon Musk? How do you feel about Elon Musk? (laughs) I mean,
0: (laughs) European guy who comes from Europe, um, who, well, he's not European, he's South African. He's South African, yeah. He's been able to benefit off of the legacy of European colonization and, and, uh, in south africa more specifically with the emerald mines that they have
1: um yes that's absolutely S- i l- Southern africa, learned so. about that recently it's, it's crazy the 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 ele- I forgot what element they need for those uh bad lithium maybe but they the need for those electronic car batteries but like apparently some guys writing a book on this was on the joe rogan podcast which i don't listen to anymore but every time i'll, I'll see an interesting clip i'll click on it um apparently it's it's, it's just like my slavery Like how they obtain those electronic, uh, the lithium, I believe the element is. Don't quote me on it, could be copper too, but it's probably a little bit of both. How they obtain this stuff is straight up sweatshop type stuff, like, of course. So, I mean, I used to, I feel like you hate Elon Musk a lot more than I do. Uh, hate (laughs) is a strong
0: word. I dislike, I dislike the um reverence that people give. To, Ooh, to okay. this guy, that he, I, I, I figured out back in 2017. I'm like, wait, this guy's full of hot air.
1: <laughs> As all these people are, though. Yeah,
0: no, but God. it was easy to see because he was having issues with Tesla delivering vehicles.
1: Oh, okay, I didn't know and that. And
0: every single time that he, that they, that Tesla would take a hit in the public mm-hmm. because of all the hype that was around Tesla. In order for him to beat Missed promises, failed delivery, um, goals, things like that. Things that investors care about. Instead, he would he he would follow that up, those reports with the with an announcement of a new vehicle, or some new invention from one for a
1: flamethrower. Exactly, <laughs> boring code was what I was thinking of. Underground uh, railroads, hyperloop, exactly. No, no, no. Okay, I, I mean, I'm being facetious. Even though, I mean, this isn't a comedy podcast. Uh, my my biggest problem with him was when I found out that he had relations with Amber Heard. I'm like, what are you doing with Amber
0: Heard, dude? Is like that, that was the straw that broke the camel's oh, oh, back. I, was no, the no. the woman that he messed with?
1: No, absolutely. No, I'm oh not. I'm not gosh. even. I'm not even being funny. Nothing political. Okay, obviously, I the fact that, that he, the fact that he's doing he's like. A master for slave labor in Africa. I should probably have more problems with that, but um, that he's getting his. Money. <laughs> but no, when I found out that he, animals, when I found I out that he was, best, I'm like, what is a guy as smart as you and with your stats and all he's that? He's not
0: the, as smart as you <laughs> think. Look <the good>
1: at guys. <laughs> Well, either way, I'm really starting to um, and then uh, uh, and then just real quick before we end, what's going on with this whole Twitter thing? Because I haven't been following it. You might which, know which Twitter thing. Did him buying Twitter? What's going on with that? Oh, I mean, like, have you been following it or keeping updates on it? Is he doing anything? It was a power
0: play that is blowing up in his face.
1: You you think it was a power play? Of
0: course.
2: Yeah,
1: considered I mean,
0: yeah. to be one of the wealthiest men, yeah, usually yeah, either yeah. number one or number two, yeah, on the planet. Decides to actually take on debt in order to purchase um, Twitter for $44 billion, even though he's supposed to be worth, almost um, what, between 200 and $300 billion? Yeah. So that lets me know that money is fake.
1: Of course the money's fake. It's, of course. <laughs> so People don't understand that. But, yeah, go, He, go, go, go. he <laughs> is starting to purchase uh, um, Twitter.
0: This was back in 2021. Not 2021, 2022. Wow, time flies. <laughs> It's all good. Um, Finds out that Twitter is a lot of smoke and mirrors, just like everybody else's business that is worth a couple billion dollars. Yeah, But he wants to control the narrative around him, I guess. And and Twitter is the space that gets a tremendous amount of traction. So it was a power play on his end to go ahead and make that purchase, and the, the owners and powers that be at Twitter, were like, heck yeah, we will take your money. What, if, what Are you yeah. crazy? This thing is losing money left and right. Heck yeah, bring it on. And once he tried to uh, back it out after finding out about bots and stuff, I don't really believe that story, but that's yeah, the story that know. is out. I'm like, no, he didn't back out because of that. Yeah. He backed out because he realized he was biting too much that he could chew, and not only that, it, every, every time a headline came out about him in, t- in Twitter, Tesla took a hit.
1: Really? I didn't know that. Heck
0: yeah, because the the person who's supposed to be the brain ch- the the, yeah. the the brain behind Tesla is too busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not focused on Tesla vehicles. He's focused on flipping Twitter. That's
1: true. But I will say the government, I don't know if the government and Elon Musk have been working hand in hand, even though I don't but they're trying to do like some you know tax credit and all that for like electronic vehicle users. It's supposed to be they claim Uh, what i do know is the government doesn't care about the environment and all that good stuff i i don't think so so there must be something more behind them pushing electronic vehicles more so than it's the good thing to do so i don't know what's going on with that but that's been really over the last year it's been a big thing with the biden administration is that they're trying to pimp these electronic vehicles out. So. I mean it's
0: it's an emerging market and yeah. not only that they need economic stimulus. Um I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a um if you remember in in the post two thousand eight recession, there was the Cash for Clunkers campaign.
1: I don't even remember that now. Oh, wow.
0: So you that was during the time <laughs> where hybrids as a result of gas prices being high.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, you, you keep, keep explaining yeah, to me, but yeah. I remember so, now.
0: So yeah. hi, um, hybrids were being pushed heavily. Uh, um, Toyota made a killing off of selling Priuses in the late twenty um, late uh, aughts of the two thousands and the early twenty tens mm-hmm. um, as part of the recovery. Well, this this cash for clunkers program actually provided a lot of tax benefits um, and cost cutting measures that are um, for people to turn in their old lemons gas guzzling video of uh vehicles and they could trade those in um regardless of their condition i think i might be wrong don't quote me on that but they they could trade it in um in order to put toward a newer vehicle which was much more um energy efficient um and more more particularly uh the uh, hybrid vehicles so there there was a financial benefit to converting over to hybrid vehicles Mm -hmm. Um, and and I and I wouldn't be surprised if we see that again. But more specifically for electric vehicles, especially with the most recent um, uh, stimulus package that was put out, uh, that included um, money, billions of dollars, specifically for electric, um, electric electric vehicle infrastructure, so that we can have more um, uh, um, kind of like uh, electric uh, charging stations along high highways and yeah there's
1: so i I remember now what you're talking about because that's back when gas got up to like 450 and that's in florida i i don't know what it was on all the other countries but there was a point in like early or 2008 where like the gas got ridiculous like foreign change but um i have no problem with electric vehicles They're just so expensive man dude they're vehicles so in expensive. general are vehicles expensive, but bro
0: and that's and that's why I believe we'll see a program like that because that that would that would be a huge that would help yeah that would be a huge stimulation um into the economy the fact that I had that that the Biden administration hasn't already been th- hasn't rolled out that hey this is what we're gonna be doing for 2023 yeah help people buy um new cars mm-hmm. that would that would be fantastic um announce some uh some reforms to the um to federal housing loans yeah something like that could Mm -hmm. could go a long way because this is the year where people are having difficulty with buying cars and having difficulty with buying homes
2: yeah especially
0: in florida Mm -hmm. you know so seeing some stuff like that being rolled out that might that might help with with Mm -hmm. with you know biden's troubles in terms of popularity but i mean it's not gonna really matter uh next year with the circus that the republican party is in
1: well i am looking forward to that circus <laughs> oh dude that's gonna that's gonna give
0: us content that's gonna give get oh, yeah. content msnbc we will have no shortage of content blaze network <laughs> newsmax uh 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 fox dude oh this is gonna be great
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that was our podcast. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone that took a listen and is currently supporting what we are doing here. It really means the world to us. Once again, you can find us on Instagram at The Grown Table, all lowercase, one word. And also, you can follow us on Twitter at The Grown Table, all lowercase, one word. Godspeed.